Hey, y'all. It's me, Jess Bubbico, and I am excited to be here with you on the Waking Up with Jess podcast. Each week, I'll invite you to wake up to your inner knowingness, get creative, and march to the beat of your own drum in your business and life. We'll dive into different subject areas from business to health to work, relationships, and beyond. On the podcast, we'll get raw, honest, and real, keeping it a little bit personal, a little bit educational, and most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun. Each episode, you'll feel like you're sitting down at a coffee shop having an intimate conversation with a few of your best friends. Join me each week as I act as your confidant and friend who loves the heck out of you and wants to see you shine. Come along and wake up with a cup of Jess. Hey, everybody. I am excited to be here for a short podcast with you today. This is a podcast where I'm going to be doing a little bit of teaching. And one of my favorite ways to teach is through storytelling. I like to call these podcasts the digest with Jess. And um, today I want to talk about this idea that you don't have to make a huge leap in order to have a really positive result. And this was inspired by a conversation that I had heard going on between a few people about this idea of having to make a quantum leap in order to make changes in your life. And this idea that I think we've heard often in the personal development world, where the idea is like, in order to, to, you know, make possibly be a reality, the thing that you want, you have to close all doors to possibility A or the thing that you've been saying yes to. And I think a lot about one of my good friends. Her name is Lisa Marie. She's an amazing coach and she does brain coaching, brain health coaching. And so this is about learning to understand how your brain works. And I talk, took her, one of her courses that was like an intro to how the brain works in 20. I was like probably 2018. And that really spoke to me because I used to be a brain injury specialist. So I understood how the mechanism of the brain works, but I didn't fully understand when it came to how the brain works when we're looking at our belief systems and how our belief systems affect the brain. And so it was this really cool layer to go from being a brain injury mechanism the brain as it relates to language and speech, because I was a speech therapist. Um, But I didn't understand it when it came to how we thought and how our thoughts and our feelings affected our actions, um, as well as, you know, our emotions and subconscious beliefs, all these kinds of things. The reason that I'm bringing this up is because one of the things I learned in Lisa's class, um, and you can check her out, I think her website is lmarini.com. And I'll post a link to her stuff as well uh, in the show notes. One of the things I learned from her is the idea of black and white thinking. And when we are in this, uh, when we are actually in a state of fight or flight, or we feel threatened or we feel unsafe, oftentimes our brain goes into these cognitive distortions where it starts to work go into or recesses of the brain, which have us in these states of making decisions with a very small part of our brain, the very primitive aspect of our brain. 
And when we think about our brains, we have this big, beautiful, large brain and mind that has a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. And uh, we, we have this innate ability as human beings to use our whole brain. But oftentimes we find ourselves in those fight or flight aspects of our brain because of old experiences, subconscious beliefs, things like this. And so we go into this black and white thinking and that black and white thinking goes, it's either option A or it's option B. And then we have a lot of, and this is, I'm not saying that this is a hard and fast rule that it always has to be like this. Um, But I think oftentimes a lot of things within the coaching industry go, they can put us into that fight or flight state of like, well, you got to leap like it all. You have to be all in right now. Take a big leap. It's a yes or it's a no. And what we don't realize is happening in that moment is that we're narrowing in on these two options when there's actually a, a multitude of options in between. And so just as an example, um, I see this a lot with clients when I was doing more of the helping people build their practice, whatever their practice was, whether they were a coach or a creative, um, where we think there's two options and, and people would go, well, I hate my job. I want to get out of my job. I need to leap right now and stop working this job because that's the only option. The option is either be miserable in this job, keep saying yes to this career I don't like very much anymore. Or option B is go full-time as an entrepreneur for myself. And people would be afraid to take that leap because that's a big leap. When you leap into entrepreneurship full-time for yourself, um, and some of you may be there and you may have been there for many years, and you can probably remember that there's a lot of challenges that come along with entrepreneurship. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of growth that has, there's a lot of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And to do that from a place of, um, not having stability, some kind of can be stressful. And again, what I think many people don't realize is that there's these in-between states and spaces, and this can be for anything in your life. This doesn't have to just be entrepreneurship. Think about something that you're considering taking a big leap. Could even be moving somewhere else. I can actually relate this to myself with moving. And in taking that big leap to go, I want to go somewhere else. I want to try something else. I want to do something new. Having something underneath you that creates a sense of safety and security versus just go all in 100% and stretch yourself very far beyond where you're comfortable can leave us in a state. Now we're in this, let's say, as an example, you left, decided you were going to go 100% on your business. You may find yourself in this space of now being an entrepreneur and you don't really have clients and you're just getting started, but you need to pay your bills and you don't have enough savings. And then how are you able to pull your, put your full self into the entrepreneurial journey if you're struggling to stay afloat in some aspect of your life in some way? I think about this with housing and I will just say this, uh, I am a fourth line in human design so that oftentimes we like to have stability before leaping from one space to another. I've seen enough 
people quit their job, whether they have a line four or not, I've seen enough people quit their job and jump all the way into entrepreneurship or enough people go like F this, I'm burning my whole business down to the ground because I hate it and I want to do something new. Um, and then they're in this new space where they have all this blank ground and or they have to back and get a job or whatever it may be to know that it's not just being a fourth line in human design. Um, we all need some level of security and safety under our feet to be able to fully share ourselves. And sometimes we find ourselves in unfortunate situations where it's hard for us or we struggle to, um, uh, you know, like the universe rips the, the ground out from underneath us. And maybe it's because we haven't been listening for a long time. And maybe you're in that state a, where you're like, I hate my job. It's no good for me. My boss is abusive. Um, you know, I'm not happy and fulfilled here, but what I'm saying is there are so many options in between a and B that I think oftentimes we forget to get creative and look at what those options could be. As an example, maybe it's not going from, I hate my job. I'm really not doing well in this space. My mental, emotional, spiritual health isn't good. It's a toxic work environment. Instead of jumping all the way to B, perhaps for you, it's actually finding a new job that allows you some freedom to be able to build your own business. Or maybe it's starting to um, teach underneath somebody's umbrella for a little bit of time so that you can establish yourself and establish your business and um, gain your footing. Sometimes a big leap is needed. So again, I'm, I'm not saying this is 100% all of the time, word of the Lord, but I don't think enough people are talking about the benefits and the importance of creating safety and stability within yourself. Because if you're building a personal brand, as an example, that brand is dependent upon you for its fuel. It is you. So if you, the you that's here in this now moment is stressed out and worried about money or worried about this or worried about that, are you really able to bring your best self to the table? And entrepreneurship is always going to grow you and ask you to get out of your comfort zone. So I felt really called to share this because I, again, I think it's really easy to go like leap and the net will appear. But I think oftentimes we forget that we are the ones who have to create the net. And it's not just the universe catching us. We are co-creating with the universe which means that we need to be taking small actions every single day to build our business. We need to be taking small actions every single day to um, make new contacts, uh, create new things, connect with new people. And business takes a level of consistency. Um, I, I can also share the same idea and the same sentiment for myself in this idea of for the past few years, uh, probably ever since COVID happened, really trying to find my footing with where home is for me. And I've given me the opportunity to go, you know what, let me actually try out some different places. Instead of going from zero to I need a year long lease somewhere I've never been before. What would it be like to actually get a shorter lease or spend a few months somewhere to actually really see and feel into how it feels versus committing myself beyond perhaps, um, you know, 
I don't want to say maybe where I feel comfortable. Do I know if this is going to be a supportive place for me? Now, human design, gene keys, all these things can give us some really amazing information so that we can go, oh, I get me. I understand me. I know me. And I know that I thrive when. As an example for myself, I know that I thrive when I have community around me that I know, like, and trust. And I also thrive when I kind of have a starter pack of friends somewhere. And so earlier this year, I had considered and thought, I'm going to move to San Diego. And um, as I really considered it, I have one amazing friend out there, Ellie, and love her dearly and would love to spend more time with her. And when I started to really think about, you know, as a, for me, one of the things that's big in my profile and being a fourth line is I do love my family. I love being close to my family. I still have a lot of friends from when I was younger that I want to be able to go. They're having kids this year. Like I want to be able to fly home and see them back to where I grew up and like see them and be a part of their kids' lives and things like this. Um, I want to be able to see my family for a weekend if I want to fly home. Knowing these things helped to inform my decision, right? And a big part of uh, I spoke about this a couple podcasts ago. The reason why I chose not to live over on the other coast of Florida um, was because I felt like I was like, I don't really have any good friends here. And yes, I can create them, but I also love having that connection. And now where I'm living, um, I came here, I tried it out for like four months, and now I'm going to be moving into a place here because I have my two best friends on this coast. I'm two hours from my family. I love being able to see them. I spent a lot of years nowhere near my family. And so knowing these things about myself, I've given my own self an opportunity to go, let me create some stability for myself here before I fully leap and say yes. Because the interesting thing was once I made a commitment to live here and I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. Literally within 24 hours, the right place appeared for me to live. So what I want to say here is remember when we go into a state of it's either this or it's this, it can either be this or this, we're oftentimes in more of a fight or flight space. There are a million possibilities. You know, there's more than just 50 shades of gray. There are infinite shades of gray and purple and blue and everything in between. So just know that when you're in a space and you're trying to decide if you're go you and you're gonna, you're trying to decide do i need to burn everything down to the ground and start over again do i need to um you know completely leap and leave this and do that and oftentimes we need a perspective shift and maybe your job is toxic maybe your relationship is toxic and Give yourself some space to discover yourself through that experience, discover what you need, and also can consider all of the different possibilities that may be present for you that you might not be considering because you're in that fight or flight state. Talk it out with a friend, you know, get some support from someone. You'll know when it's time to make the big leap. And oftentimes I think a big leap actually comes from a series of very small shifts that seem like we're making a big, large leap. 
but it's actually that we've made a lot of little, small, tiny shifts underneath that now we're actually just ready to make what seems like a bigger leap into that next step for ourselves. So I, again, I want no hard and fast rule. There's no right versus wrong, but I do encourage you the next time you find those states to actually take a step back, take a few deep breaths and ask yourself, can I use this as an opportunity to grow? To learn more about myself, get closer to myself, or shadows, things like that, that that I may be experiencing, and actually make a decision that's very intentional for who I am, what's important for me in my life, and recognize again, there can be about a million bajillion shades of gray in between, and that you have the opportunity to create what that next step looks like for you. Okay, my friends, that's all that I have for you. I'm sending you big love. Connect with me over on Instagram if we aren't friends at Jess Bubbico, B-U-B-B-I-C-O. Um, I've got a lot of really fun things coming up uh, soon. I have changed all of my services over on my website. So you'll see that there is a business activation session to really understand your personalized code to success in business, as well as team by design sessions for you and your teammate, business partner, whoever, um, and it might be that there's multiple of you to um, learn about yourselves, your own personal codes for success, and then how to come together and create success as business partners, teammates, um, how to support each other in your natural energetics and thrive in business and work together. Okay. Sending y'all much love. Talk to you on the next podcast. Hey, hey. Thanks so much for being here and listening to this episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast. If you liked today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do one of three things. Number one, leave a rating. Number two, leave a review. And number three, if you think it could help a friend out in need, go ahead and send it to them. I greatly appreciate your support when you rate the podcast or leave a review. It helps other awesome and amazing listeners such as yourself find the podcast. And I love people and I love friends and I love people's friends. So being able to spread the love through your network is another really great way to support people and to support the show. All right, y'all make it a great day. And I will see you back here on the next episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast.